Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today, I greet Wow, what a show. One more time, we are privileged and blessed to be able to come together to read God's word and to be in fellowship. Isn't it wonderful that no matter where we are in the world today, we can have conversations? That's amazing. Uh, when I was growing up, we could call a long distance, definitely. And it sounded as if uh, our words were actually swimming through the water. <laughs> it was a nice sound. It was not anything bad, but you just knew that there was um, a, a traveling cable or however they did it. And um, those calls also were very expensive. Today is still expensive. We just don't think about it that way because we pay the phone bill, the cell phone bill, right? But we can kind of connect every which way, not just through cell calling, but Facebook and uh, so many other ways. So the world has become a very small place with regards to or in reference to us connecting via um, the media formats that we have. So I'm really glad to welcome you to Wow, What a Show!, and as I always say, uh, that term came from uh, Ravi Zacharias telling of his you know, grandson coming off to see him. And I really don't remember if he said this is some show, if he said that, or if he said, wow, what a show. But whatever he said, I was impressed by it. It was funny, you know, and cute from a young child to see his grandfather on all of the monitors in a very large church where he was speaking. And I have to tell you that Ravi Zacharias um, was a phenomenal evangelist and apologist, even though the report is that his, his um, end-of-life story does not support what I am saying with regards to his fidelity to, to the Word of God. He still accomplished some very amazing and important um, ministry with regards to teaching others how to share the faith and to not be judgmental in so doing, to be loving and to uh, accept people where they are. I did learn that and to think things through. I was learning to think because my mother always told me that God gave me a brain and I should think. But um, I was quite a surface kind of girl, you know what I mean? I think I just didn't think a lot about anything. But uh, through the ministry of Ravi Zacharias, I learned a lot about just being able to um, consider others and to um, remember that uh, we have a very special relationship with the God of the universe Others have grown up in places where that relationship or even the definition of God is different. So when we meet each other, Jesus Christ already said that they would know that we are his disciples through our love by the way we love. That is each other and that also includes everyone else because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but he did love the whole 
world. Sometimes I believe as Christians, we forget that he actually loved the whole world and that prior to our transformation in Christ or our accepting of Christ, or, you know, even though we were born here and, and we grew up uh, going to what we know to be church, we still uh, have been transformed and we still, on a personal level, uh, many of us met Jesus Christ for ourselves. And so others must do the same. We must give them that opportunity. Good evening, Light Touch. Good evening, Tony. Hello. So glad you are here. Now, Tony, once again, I sent you an invitation because if you want to give testimony uh, tonight, that is definitely very possible. If you would like to wait and have a uh, an hour of uh, you know sharing on your own, that is also possible. I am so concerned with much things during the week, work and therapy and a lot of, you know, just housework and just making decisions and making candles that I uh, don't get around to checking the email as much as I'd love. But, oh, tonight, okie dokie. So if you send me the invitation, definitely I will allow it to be so. And we tonight uh, will resume our reading when um, Tony has concluded his his moment of testimony, if that's how we're doing this, Okay. Um, I I kind of like to keep the um, keep it going, but send send the send the request for for joining me, Tony, and I will uh, definitely give you access if you will. So, hello, Pastor Thomas. Yes, okay. For all of you who are here, God bless you. It's a good thing tonight. Uh, once we have resumed um, the reading, we shall start our reading in chapter 15. We're reading uh, 16, I'm sorry, 16 and 17 is what we're reading tonight. So um, there we go. Very good. We sent you your invitation. Okie dokie. And as Tony gets in place, I would like simply to begin our evening with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we so acknowledge you in everything that we do. We exalt your name and we lift you up. The reason that we call this Wow What a Show is because we are aware of your continual performance. This is your world and all that you do to uphold it and to provide for the inhabitants of it both the animals and the creatures of the sea and the ones that creep on the land and us human beings, we know it is by your power. I was looking out today and I recognized that as a human being living in the earth, there's so much that I can never control. That is the activity of the uh, natural forces the rain, the sun that shines, the you know the winter days, all that climate is so out of man's hands, except that by carefully considering your directions, we can maintain the balance for as long as we are here and not uh, squandering what you've given us 
So God, I thank you for that. And I thank you that in your time and according to your plan, we will uh, definitely have a purified world. But right now we enjoy your provision as it is impure. Thank you for that. Thank you for Tony tonight. Thank you for those who joined in to the live studio. Come to share God as we move through this night. I ask that you would uh, anoint our very thoughts and that the words of our mouth will be pleasing and according to your spiritual uh, plan, those things which we should hear. And we ask you to rebuke every enemy Every arrow, Lord God, that would be shot to destroy what we are about here tonight. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it, my Father, and I welcome Tony. God is good. Thank you so much for being here, Tony. So I am going to now uh, just introduce you once again. For all of you, Tony has been with us for as long as I've been doing the live shows, as was through the pandemic and before. So Tony is a part of our fellowship here, and he has uh, previously uh, talked with us and given testimony, and we loved it. So here we are again. Before we do our reading tonight, we will hear from Tony. Uh, Take over, Tony. I'm going to mute myself, which means you have full reign. God bless. Welcome. Amen, 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 amen. Um, I hope I can be heard, ma'am. Amen, yes, amen. Yes, you can be heard very clearly. Go right ahead. My God, um, I salute everyone. Um, greetings from Ghana. And um, sometimes certain things happens in a way that we do not understand. But then I always bless God for being a part of this wonderful family. I remember the first day that I jumped on this platform, the topic was Let's Talk Love. I don't know if I'm not mistaken, but I know that it was Let's Talk Love. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And um, what God is doing in my life, I know if you were in Africa here and you were not born with a golden spoon in your mouth and you really, really want to, you know, serve God with your rare heart, you know, and everything within you, you have to pray for the spirit of endurance, the spirit of determination, the spirit that will kill your flesh from ungodliness. And family is not family that you see in person. The family are family who are far away from you, but then have seen something good in you. And not just even that alone, but trying to push you, trying to put you on track from the purpose and all that. So um, I just bless God since I joined this platform. I mean, I have prayed. I have suffered. I have taught. I have determined. But when I joined this platform, it has sharpened me. It has moved me in so many ways how to talk to people, how to respect people, how to honor people, even how to um, approach people, how to react if certain things happen between me and other people. And this is what maybe God wants me to be. Like I said, your own blood-related people will try to place limitation on you because you are trying to do something that they haven't done yet. People that you see in person will underrate you 
they were trying to pull you back because you were trying to break some limitation and some barriers. But someone who is not with you, who is from afar, but then seeing that God has placed something good in you. So let me just help this little boy. Let me just put him on track. Let me just give him the word of God every day that he would be the better person that God wants him to be. And this is what I like. This is what I was prayed for. And this is what I have been praying for in my life. God, I know that sometimes the dreams are bigger than my imagination. Sometimes I woke up and then laugh over this dream because to me it's not possible. Mm. But then I know that the Joseph that his father rebuked because he revealed the dream to his father, the father seems the dream as impossible. What are you trying to say? So are you trying to tell me that I will born before you, your mother and your brothers will born before you? Come on, it's not possible. I couldn't do it. So there's no way that you can do it. The father placed limitation on the son because the son has told him the dream that he had. It is happening all over the world. And I wasn't part in mind. But mom, now that I know that whatever I was going through, it was for a purpose. So that when I am standing on that stage, even when I cough or even when I sneeze, it will be restoration to the people over there. Now that I know that I, I was going through a training, I didn't know then, but now I know since I joined this room. Now that I know that sometimes God will, will literally put you in some place. Mm. Now that I know that there is other side, there is restoration on the other side of suffering. There is breakthrough on the other side of the trauma. There is another level of dimension on the other side where people will try to, to um, put you off, when people will try to write you off, when people will try to reject you. There is so many good things on the other side. And as a young boy who was involved with a golden spoon in his mouth, just look at these divine connections. I feel like I've known you people more than decades. There may be, it's not even up to like a year or something. So God is good. Like I never thought I would be in a college. I came here in Accra as a hustler. But not knowing that in the plan and the mindset of God, I wouldn't live here in Accra without having a degree. I know my life wouldn't depend on a, on a degree because I am who God says I am, not what degree says I am. But I thank God that here am I speaking. I mean, I don't deserve it. But then I thank God that I found family who doesn't place limitation on people no matter where they're from. Who are trying to tell you your dreams are valid? Who are trying to tell you you, you can be stuck by family curse and limitations? So, mom, God is good. And I mean, um, I'm grateful like to everybody. Their gift, their love, their advice, the word that encouraged to do more, the words that replenish the soul, the world that um, lift up spirit is what I have been receiving here. And this is what I like, mommy. God bless you. Uh, and um, Mama, a light touch, um, Mama Rams, um, 
my daddy, Pastor John Thomas. I don't want to mention name. I am learning things from you from afar. I am pending down things. The teachings that comes here every day is what I need because I know that maybe a time may come that I will stand on stage talking to people. And I need to learn from people who are far more ahead of me. So I am grateful God is dealing with me in a way that I do not understand. Like I said, now that I know that the trauma, the, the rejections, the um, curse, the limitation that was placed on me, it was for a purpose. So that when I am standing on that stage, I will mend millions of people's broken heart. I know most young people are living a certain kind of lifestyle because of what they are going through. But then if you haven't been there before, you, you can judge them from afar. But then if you were there before and you know how it feels, you get close to them and then talk to them that I was once like you. But then when I decide to go this way, God has brought me here. So you can do it. You will do it and you must do it. I'm grateful. I don't want to talk much. Um, I love everybody um, on this platform. In fact, let's talk love. And you've shown me love. God has shown me love through everybody here. And I am grateful, ma'am. My prayer for each and every one of you here is long life with prosperity and with good health. I know that if God permits we will see ourselves in person and we will hug ourselves in person. We will dine and we will want together in person. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. Amen. 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 Mm. Wow. Glory to God. Glory to God. Tony, you bless us all. There are no chance meetings in the kingdom. I am so sure of it. And from the time that Tony joined us here, seems like more than it's been at least two years, Tony, I think. I'm not sure. I can check that date. But however long you are right in this, it seems that we have known each other for our lifetimes because you are such a integral part of the fellowship that we have here on this podcast. And it is the live outreach of Rehoboth Institute, which is a concept at this point. It is a concept, uh, a collective of like-minded artists. But when I started, I thought we would be performing artists, right? Because all of us have kind of had that in, in the world. But then the Lord showed me very quickly that he has engaged people in the creative process of evangelizing and fellowship, joining together, loving one another and sharing in the kingdom through the gospel, the love of Jesus Christ. I think it is amazing. And Tony, you are a testimony to just that. Thank you so much for sharing. And you're reading, I'm sure, these comments. Everyone is touched by our time spent together. And when Tony, every time he speaks, I don't know if you've heard him before, he, he spoke with us uh, before. 
and shared a bit of his testimony. So when he uses words like trauma and um, mending broken hearts and speaking to people on the stage, we have witnessed uh, through his words those happenings in his life. And because I worked in outreach, those words and that a final outworking that God does when he uses all that we are to minister to others and help to heal them. I've seen it. And so I totally know that the Lord never wastes one tear, not one pain that we suffer does he not use for his glory and for our healing. Tony, you have blessed me tremendously. I so thank you very much. And I want all of you guys who are listening, I don't ask you for anything because if the Lord tells me to do something, I just feel like with every resource that I have, I shall do it. And I am going to reach Tony. His tuition is really uh, compared to American tuition almost nothing. And uh, because of the donations that you have sent in, I am going to uh, help Tony pay his tuition. And I want you to know that that's where your gifts are going. I am not using those gifts for my own um, life, you know, because the Lord has provided for me. But I want to amass a, a, a bit of of the resources that you know, we call money <laughs> to help someone else who might for a moment, you see, it's just for a moment, uh, we give into each other's lives what is needed. You guys have given into my life by being a part of the podcast. You've come and you've read with me. You've conversed with me. This is a gift to me. And by it, I also grow, Tony. I want you to know that you have not just received, you have given tremendously. And I am really blessed. As I know, everyone in the live audience who has been with us since Tony joined has been blessed as well. Uh, I hope you read those comments and uh, and I hope they bless your life. And Tony, I will ask while you are here, if you don't mind, would you mind reading? Do you um, Do you have your Bible with you? Yes, ma'am. Will you then read for uh, with us tonight? We're going to begin the reading of the Gospel of John in chapter sixteen, and um, and I will read chapter seventeen. And uh, I'll just introduce it this way: These are the words of Jesus Christ before the actual um, passion. He has already, he's waiting really at this point for the uh, betrayal to uh, manifest. I think that Judas has already gone from them. And as, you know, he's spending this time with the disciples, he is giving this, um, it, it, it's like a, I don't know, a teaching. It's like a summation. It's like a uh, a prophetic uh, looking into the, the the work and the times that shall follow, right? He's doing this, and I just didn't see um, that we should 
you know, stop it and comment. I just want to read it straight through. <clears throat> so last week we read uh, uh, chapters 14 and 15 continuously, his words. And tonight we're going to read 16 and 17 um, continuing, continuing his words. So Tony, you tell me which chapter. I said chapter 16, but if you want to do 17, you can do that. You just uh, tell me and, and we shall begin. The scriptures again, mommy. The um, John chapter 16. Yeah. And chapter 17. Yes, I okay. Okay, ma'am. Okay. Terrific. John 16, verse 1 going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reading from the NIV. Okay. All this, all this I have told you so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone will kill you. You will think they are offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when the time comes, you will remember that I warn you about them. I do not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to whom? Who sent me? None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with a grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment about sin because people do not believe in me. About righteousness because people do not believe in me and about judgment because the prince of the world now stand condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of the truth comes, he will give, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak to you on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. The, um, the verse 14, he will glorify me because it is me from him. All that belong to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what I will make him to know in you. Amen. Mm-hmm. And um, so what verse did you stop in there, Tony? I'm in the King James. All things that the Father is at verse 15. I started from the verse 16. 
verse 15 from 1 to the 15. To 15, okay. You want to continue? Verse mm, 16. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So the verse 16, um, Jesus went on to say, In a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you would see me. At this, some of the disciples said to one another, What does he mean by saying, In a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you will see me. And because I am going to the Father, they, they kept asking, What does he mean by a little while? We do not understand what he is saying. The verse 19, Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this. So he said to them, Are you asking one another what I meant when I said, In a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you will see me. The verse 20, Very truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will turn in, in, into joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when the baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that the child is born into the world. So with you now is your time to grieve, but I will see you again and you will rejoice. And no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive, and your joy will be complete. The 25. Though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming. When I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plan about the Father. In that day, you ask in my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. No, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. The verse 29. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. The verse 31. Do you now believe, Jesus replied, a time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. The last verse on the 33. I've told you this thing so that in you, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I will overcome the world. Amen. Amen. Oh, such a beautiful reading. I will read now chapter 17. 
And Tony, um, you may comment when I am done on any significant verse or word that you have received as you read. I will read verse 17 and together we will do that if you don't mind or not. But uh, I invite you to join me there. Okay. Chapter 17. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them to me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which you gave me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. Praise the Lord. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for those alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. They that they also may be one, as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me, even as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may be 
made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me, and hast loved them, and thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me. For thou lovest the, them before the foundations of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto them thy name, and I will declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Such a treatise, such a beautiful final kind of summation. God has, oh my goodness, the word is so uh, vast, so uh, beyond the uh, construction of uh, of a philosophy or a faith or anything that man could ever devise. I am always so amazed. So we're going to go back through verse 16. And Tony, you have opportunity now to comment uh, on anything you like, and I, I shall follow you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, the chapter um, 16, verse 33, um, mm-hmm. I have told you this thing so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I will overcome the world. Sometimes things may keep occurring and we ask ourselves, God, why me? Am I not praying enough? Am I not worshiping you enough? Am I not meditating on your word enough? I know that I have been trying as, as your child, but things are not happening to me the way that I wanted. It seems like it isn't what you told me it would be. Sometimes, um, certain things comes along the way and it breaks our hearts you know mm-hmm. we are in this world and we will have trouble for the fact that we christian doesn't mean that we are trouble free or we are problem free but then we bless god that even in time of the trauma he is always for us mm-hmm. he is there he's the only person that we can rely on and sometimes to based on what god has positioned you in his kingdom you need to go through some things so that you use that thing to encourage people. Um, looking at the the um, history or the life of some big, big preachers all over the world, um, they didn't just get up and be where they are now. They had traumas. They had accidents. They had sleepless nights. They had false allegations and the other things. They would come. They, they encountered the naysayers, those who would try to look down on you. It may be some of these troubles, but then God is not far away from you. He is with you, even in time of the trouble. So we, we, we trust him and we know that we cannot do anything without him. So the trouble will come because you are here on earth. I mean, um, there will be time that you'll be low in spirit. There will be times that you even want someone to say good morning to you, but then it wouldn't come. So sometimes you just have to motivate yourself by your own words. Mm-hmm. I mean, we normally say who motivates the motivational speaker or who preaches to the preacher. 
sometimes after motivating people or after preaching to people, you want maybe one person to even ask you, how are you? How are you doing? But then it, it won't come. But then you were somewhere mending millions of people's broken heart. Then when it, it was your turn for maybe one person to come and ask you that, are you okay? You wouldn't have it. But then we know that he said in him, we would have peace. We are in the world now. So the world will hate us. You will meet people who will try to look down on you. You will meet people probably, some of them will step on your toes. It's part of the troubles, but then it won't last forever. We have God and he's the one who changes lives and destinies. In him that we have our peace and hope. In him that we have our love and our joy. So it will come. The nail will be there. Those who will come and criticize you. But then I just want you to put in your mind that, God, I know who I am. I know what you have made me. I know where I am going. So this trouble can't break me down. I know along the way I'll encounter these things. Even Christ came and he went through the trauma for our being sick. But then he is interceding on the Father for us. So yeah, um, the problem will come. But then we, we thank God that he said we should take heart because he will overcome the world for us. We should keep meditating on his word. We, we should keep praying. We should keep fasting. We should keep making him our father. We should keep making him our warrior and our fighter. This thing too shall pass. What we are going through now can never be compared to the future glory. What we are going through now can never be compared to the thing that God has prepared ahead of us and the thing that he has installed ahead of us. Amen. Oh. Mm. Amen. Amen. Um, I suppose the reason that I was led this evening to look up a few words is because God knew that Tony was going to take us just where he took us. And I suppose that Jesus Christ knew, well, definitely knew what the disciples would suffer just like that. What those of us who trust and believe and who stand affirm in our faith, he knew, he knows that we too suffer. Partly because sometimes we are blind and don't know exactly what we're doing. And so we get tripped. We don't know exactly what we're seeing. And so we can be deceived. Partly because the world does indeed more than that, more than the other does indeed not love God, not the world, but those in the world who do are then set apart, different, peculiar. It is written in the book of Peter that we are a peculiar people. We are a holy nation in an unholy world. And so we are hated. And so we have to endure many things, many sufferings 
from the world while we're also being transformed (laughs) from our worldly condition of being born in with the nature of sin. God is good. And so he stands before his disciples, sits with them, how, wherever they are, um, still at the table, at, you know, at the, that last meal that they took together there. And he gives this major treatise. I'm telling you, I just, I just sat and, and I hear it and I heard it over and over and over again. He is preparing them and encouraging them and warning them and uh, allowing them to see what they probably cannot see because they were so taken. I would have been, I am now taken with the magnificence of this character called Jesus Christ to the point they finally understood that he did indeed come from God. Now, don't you know that is shouting time. When you come before him and you recognize that he really is your redemption, that he really has done a great work on your behalf and you have been transformed through and by his word. That is a moment in time that I shall never forget. And I'm so sure that you won't either. And so, Tony, you put us in the seat of the disciples, except that you are now in their future. <laughs> You're not sitting there waiting to see what it will be from his words. You now know it. I now, and they shall soon enter into it as the story is told. Glorify me. In other words, in me, oh God, I have glorified you. I've given you praise. I have worshiped you. I have uh, represented you admirably. And I have given you uh, all that I am. You are especially esteemed in me because of the choices I've made, the words that I have uh, spoken, the actions of my life, the submission, everything about me has definitely bespoke your beauty. Your glory, your wonder, your amazement, your love, your power, all of that. And so Jesus Christ is saying to him, I have glorified thee, now glorify me. And then he says that we shall glorify him. Amazing. We, as much of a might and a small nobody that I see myself as, that God says that I shall Glorify Jesus Christ in me is for me an expressly high calling. It's a, it's a level or a placement that I would never ever think that I could attain to. And yet, because I am sanctified, I am made holy, I'm set apart by Him, it actually happens as it does with each person who has come to know Him, who walks after that spirit and not the world and the flesh. That person who quests and works tirelessly in their um, desire to admirably represent him, to do it with uh, every part of you 
and to submit to his will and to weigh and not to be dogmatic in your own thoughts and thinking. You know, as I was looking up these words, I'm thinking, you know, I've been reading about for all these years. I never would have thought that I didn't understand these words. So it never occurred to me to stop and look these words up. But tonight it did. And glorify is one of them. I thought I had it. And then, you know, I kind of did. But it goes deeper even that I had imagined that in me I can exalt and lift him up admirably and in such a way as to draw people to investigate. Jesus said that if he didn't go away, he wouldn't send the comfort. He said, it's expedient that I go away. And that expedient means an attainment. It is to bear something together, to create an advantage for us or make something better. He says it is expedient that I go away. It is profitable that I do this, not for me, but for you, because the Holy Spirit dwells in me all the time. He is forever talking to me. He is forever guiding me. He is forever leading me. And that spirit is allowing me to do what Jesus Christ did on behalf of God. He said, you are in me and I glorify you and I did what you told me to do and what I say is what you tell me to say and now here we come by the Spirit and here we go doing the same thing. What you tell me to do, I do. You know, what what you tell me to speak, I speak. How you tell me to act or respond, I do. Where I go, I am being guided by your eye. I am being led by the Holy Spirit, which is of God, glorifying and justifying and admirably presenting Jesus Christ in his way. Guys, let me tell you, this is big. It is full. And at some point, we'll come back and we're just going to really do some more dissecting. But Tony put us in this seat. And so we need to understand what Jesus Christ was saying and how we now are those people for whom he prayed. He prayed for the disciples, but he also prayed for those who would hear and believe their word. And that is who we are. And so we are doing what Jesus did on behalf of God. We are doing now on behalf of Christ that leads back to God. I was amazed at that. I I had not seen that before. I had not heard that before. And that is tonight for me, very big. But also, Tony said, we are sometimes so cast down. And Jesus said, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. They're going to kill you and think they do God a service. We just have to move right into the book of Acts to see that that it, it, it happened immediately. The apostle Paul, the greatest of all the disciples who had not been in the initial 12, he actually made up the loss of the one and he saw him, but in a divine place, not as the other disciples. He didn't walk on the earth with him. He had to see him uh, from his divinity. And when he did, he ceased to do what he had done but he had been killing those Christians thinking he was doing a service for the nation, for God. And there were others because he was sent out 
by the um the uh Pharisees and the Roman all those people who did not want this of uh, this faith to propagate and to grow. And it continues. Uh my daughter, a long time ago I introduced her to Voice of the Martyrs. And uh, she has continued to take the publication and to read it. And it's so hard for me to read because so many of the people today in the world are suffering exactly the same. Those people through the years who have suffered, I mean, people burned at the stake so that we could have the word of God, so that we, the Bible could be in your hand and mine. And I don't know that we ever stop to contemplate or to think about the sufferings that have allowed us to be free in our worship and to get to know Christ through his word. And so we do silly things, you know, with the word. We go out and we create um, philosophies of our own based on what we think that we are interpreting. We don't quite get into it and study as we ought. We hold grudges against other people. We don't like folks, you know what I mean? We don't get, kind of get along a lot, you know? So, my goodness, this is not how we glorify Jesus Christ. It is not how we present this wonderful gospel of total liberation to a people. We want to be where we are not. We want to be someone else. We want to have money. We want to do many things before the time comes. But as Tony said, we look back at those who have come before us and we see the one, the one life that really always just makes me think is Joseph. Young Joseph having all those dreams and those dreams were pointing him to his, his purpose for life. And yet his father thought that he was trying to be more than he ought to be and his brothers hated him for it. Though those dreams after he had suffered a while and been established as the, uh, it is written in the book of Hebrew, you gotta suffer a while to be established. Joseph prisoned imprisoned for 13 or so many years being forgotten by the the baker and then the uh what was it the candlestick maker i don't know it was he asked him to speak on behalf of him it didn't happen god had him in a place teaching him even as he taught jesus christ and that's what we do i'm surely a johnny come lately in life I was born again, I'm sure, very young in my life, but I didn't understand so much. And so my, um, you know, my lifestyle, my the amount of money I make and, you know, the influence that I have is minimized because I am a Johnny come lately. But when finally wisdom and knowledge and truth kicks in, we all kick in. Uh, Tony is an early riser. He's already begun to live out the purpose for which God called him. And I am so grateful to be a part of what, well, to be privy to what the Lord is doing in his life. It's a wonderful thing. Pastor Thomas is doing a great, a great work. Um, 
you guys are participating in great works here. And I don't mean great in terms of a thousands of people coming because one, what is his name? That one of the uh, Chen, uh, a pastor said he just quit. Because he had a congregation of 6,000 people. And he said he read in the Bible that we were supposed to love one another. He said, I can't love them. I don't even know them. And so he stepped away. But now he knows them because he does lots and lots of workshops. And he goes in and he meets them face to face. Pastor Thomas is doing He knows his congregation. He knows them face to face. When they need him, they can call him. When they need each other, they know each other and can call on each other. See, this is a fellowship and the same is happening and has happened for me for years because God has done that. And I'm just going to kind of leave it right there. There's not much more to say. Um, Tony has really set a, a, a beautiful a stage for us to consider and to know that the words of Jesus Christ, this treatise on how we shall have, we shall go forward, right? He's talking to his disciples, how they will um, continue in this work and how when we pray, when we ask, we ask in the name of Jesus, we still are going to God because, you know, they are all one. We are asking the Father, but we are having access through and by Jesus Christ. And we are led in our prayers by that all never leaving you advocate, comforter, the Holy Spirit. And God will give us what we ask. If we abide in him, as it's, it's written in uh, chapter 14 or 15, I think, if we continue to abide as the branch on the vine, he will supply us. He will supply us that we will bear fruit. And what is that fruit? We looked at that last week on uh, in Pastor Thomas's, uh, uh, his, his ministry, his Thursday night ministry, that fruit is love. And I think there's just one. Because when you got love, the rest flow right out of it. So it's like you squeeze an orange and you get fresh orange juice, but there you have the pulp, you have the inner the inner rind, you have the outer rind, and all of that is good for something. And definitely the totality of it gives us the nourishment that we need from it, as in other things that we eat. That's how it is. We are abiding and being supplied. And as God sanctifies us, sets us apart, he's already done that. And He then he uh, conforms us to his own will and we become more like Christ. That's what's happening. We are becoming those people who will be known by their love and therefore joy and peace and forbearance and all the fruits of the Spirit. And those things that are the deeds of the flesh will drop away. They, they're gonna, they have to die. Jesus Christ is telling us all of that in his words here. He is going to reprove the world of sin. He makes us aware of our sin. He talks with us. He walks with us. He sanctifies us. I guess that's it. For 
me. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we have some really good comments, uh, Tony. If you want to comment further, you certainly may. And we will definitely read through the comments that we have received. I think it's a wonderful evening. Only God. He's so good at what he does. Any further words, Tony? Oh, yes, ma'am. Um, I will say God bless you for obeying the voice of God to um, opening this room. I mean, this is the way the truth and the life. Some people are paying millions of you know dollars and their currencies for some of these worlds, but then still they can't have it. But here it's free. Nobody is asking someone to, to pay money before they will come and listen to some of these words. And this is the heart of the Heaven Father. So um, God bless you. You are impacting lives and people who are from afar are learning things from you. And I am one of these people and I'm very grateful, like I'll say it again, to just be a part of this wonderful family. The first time that I joined this platform, it wasn't an accident, no coincidence. It was something orchestrated by God before we were even created. And on that particular day, because his words never lie, it came to pass in a way beyond our perception. So, ma'am, um, I'll encourage you to, to do more. Um, God is not done with us. Um, he's a God of miracles, signs, and wonders, and he's a God of excellence. And I believe that greater is ahead of us. And mm. God bless each and every one. I'm very grateful. Amen. Mm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I concur with your words. We are united in that. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And so the comments tonight are also in um, unity with our thinking. Areem's right. Praise God. Tony, the blood of Jesus Christ unites us and makes us family. Yes, indeed. Light Touch responds. Yes, we are united in Christ Jesus. And in Ephesians, it is written, there is one spirit. We are of the same. We are one in the spirit. Hallelujah. And um, I welcome men of mysteries. I welcome all of you men of my uh, who have come in. I thank you for sharing the show as well. And um, Reem says, blessings upon you and my brother, dash son. <laughs> you, my brother, dash son. That's you, Tony. She's talking to you. And um, Light Touch says that you have beautifully expression of God's grace and favor. He draws, he leads and guides. Oh, how he loves you and me. That's right. Freshen has come and we thank you. Sharice, thank you so much for being in the audience. Sharice writes, amen. Beautiful, encouraging words, Tony. And um, we go further now. God does not waste one tear. Oh, no. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what I say. When the pressure hits, just get on your face <laughs> and just let it roll. Because he loves you and he loves me. And when we are in need, it is by the Spirit of God that He comes to be the Comforter. He He relieves that pressure, and then we're able to see clearer. 
I am so sure of it. And I have experienced God's uh, miraculous embrace of love in my loneliness, in my dark times, in my illnesses, in my, in the, the moments when I thought I would die surely from pain. God has been near and he has delivered me. And I tell you, he will do it not just for me, for he is no respecter of persons, not one tear wasted. And Reem says, um, the word of God, hallelujah. Welcome, Eugenia Atacora and uh, Reem's powerful encouragement. Praise God. Light touch, uh, right? A warning, a blessing, and a prayer. Jesus prepared his disciples to uh, what well, to expect when he returns to the Father. Powerful encouragement. Be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. And uh, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I am baffled. I mean, I'm just like uh, so so filled and so overcome with the message tonight. I am um, just, you know, I have no words. <laughs> this word and your encouragement is for me today, writes Sharice. I came here very heavy in my spirit. Your obedience to his word has reminded me that God is for me. Hallelujah. He sure enough is. He is for you. I am encouraged and I know God means all things for my good. He will walk us through it. Amen to that, mommy, as Sheree says. Amen and amen. A very tender and comforting sharing and reading chapter 16 and 17. Very good show. Wow. Praise the Lord. Blessings to all. Good evening, everyone. Yes, mommy, Joseph's dreams. Yes. The word of God never lies. So his dreams overcame to pass in a way beyond people's imaginations. Yes. That is concerning Joseph. And it's what he does with us as well. We have to incubate for a minute, you know, and let the Lord prepare us for the great work that he has called us to so that there is no intrusion in those uh, failings in the flesh. You know, we he, he exalts you. And if you if man exalts you before time, you can, you can better believe that, that many, many... Um, Deeds of the flesh might be manifest, like people get jealous. They live in anger and vindication. And so lots of stuff comes up. They don't, they kind of don't understand how to lead because they have a wrong uh, definition of leadership. Uh, people are to serve if they leave, lead. If you lead, you serve. You are not, uh, you know, over people with a whip. That's not what it's all about. When you lead, you serve and people will follow a servant. It is hard for folks to get behind a tyrant. So that is why I believe we are established before God exalts us. So good evening, light, touch, greed, tender rendering of God's word. Love is far more superior to anything. Yes, that comes from Tony. Praise God for what he is doing in our present and in our hearts. Be blessed on purpose. Thank you so much. Encouraged by your witness from Freshen. Amen and amen, Tony. Thank you for breaking the bread of life, Tony. God bless you continually. Thanks for the format, Sister P. And the Lord, our God, has brought us now to the end of our evening. We are so completely 
blessed by what he has done here. I'm so grateful that I came tonight and I am so grateful that Tony uh, came as well. And just in the moment, he did what the Lord had ordained, has ordained him to do. Tony, we ask the Lord to bless you on your way, to keep you in every way and to provide for your every need. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Lord God, Mm -hmm. for opening up the door for Tony to give testimony and that you are going to do even more as you continue to sanctify him and to provide for him, to teach him and to train him as you did your disciples. Because to mend the broken heart, that is your desire. It is in Isaiah 58 that we should bind up the brokenhearted, that we should deal our bread to the hungry. That chapter, we're living it out. Thank you for that calling. It is especially important because there are many broken people and hurting people in a world that cares nothing for them. We live in you know, countries where the government is doing the best they can, but they cannot reach you individually. And so many people do suffer. Hallelujah and bless his name. Listen, guys, we have dined better than good tonight. The delectables have certainly been well prepared. God's word is full of golden nuggets. And I invite you, I actually urge you to go back and I encourage you to do this. Read these chapters again. They're filled with the words of Jesus Christ. Before he goes to the cross, just before he's going to take that um, cruel punishment for you and for me, go back. Let him speak to your heart. Let him speak to you. Let these words transform you and heal you and me. I, I'm, I'm listening over and over again and be blessed in this one thing. He knows you. He loves you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And when we humble ourselves under his mighty hand, he will exalt us in due season. And if we do not faint, those good works will bring the rewards that only God can give. May he be praised forever. I ask you, our Lord God, to bless each and every person. Bless each and every person. You know how to provide. And I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And amen. Have a really good night, everyone. God willing, we'll see you again real soon. Mm-hmm.